All right. Well, welcome everybody to successful options trade of the month for. Oh gosh, what month is it? It is June, but actually he was the the winner for May, 2016. It's a John Wilson, our own John Wilson, and uh, let's just quickly. And we are live in Hawaii, by the way, as well. But let's just quickly do our disclaimer conditions here. Walking your success is not a broker dealer or a financial advisor. We're not making any specific trade recommendations. This presentation is for educational purposes only. And uh, I don't know if we're doing any trade examples, are we? <laughs> well, yeah, one, example, one example. Is it hypothetical it's or is it real? It's okay if it's yeah. real. No, it's okay. All right, because we don't really trade anything. Are we just kidding? <laughs> But this is a hypothetical computer simulated trade. Is it believed to be as accurately represented as possible? However, live results may vary. And also make sure you are aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Now we're going to go over to John's cool oh, yeah, presentation. Yeah, look at that. That's what it looks like here in Hawaii. Yes, we are live in Maui at the McKenna Beach and Golf Resort. That's right. And uh, we figured that this would be a lot of fun here. So. I'm actually going to let John Wilson tell his story because he is just. I'm excited. He's an excited guy. <laughs> Let's get this party started, guys. Let's do it. All right. Well, I got a lot of slides here, so I'll try to keep. Uh, yeah, keep it. So, who, actually, who are you? Uh, that's a good question. Well, I'm jet lagged. That's who I am. All right. Now, it's good to be here, guys, in Maui. But now they can see the screen, so oh, nice. we are good. Tap down. All right. Just for the the folks that are watching, um, I'm here next to John. We're in the driver's seats. This is pretty cool. In Maui. And the first screen is, buy and hold is too risky. And a drunk, dark-throwing monkey could pick stocks better than I do. Or I could. And I trade for a living. And I firmly <laughs> believe that. <laughs> I yeah. anything. And uh, so let's go. Let's keep going. Let's do this. Yeah. There's my disclosure. Kind of the same. Oh, I wouldn't have done mine. Yeah. It's a little less right, wordy. Fine. I know. Yeah, I like yours. Okay. And then, uh, who am I? I? I try to put as much as I could on this, this screen. Uh, I'm not a big Leonardo fan, but uh, I'm from Dallas, but I live in a town called Canmore, which is next to Banff, and they filmed that movie, Revenant, uh, I guess last year out there, so that's, that's kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. awesome. Out, kind of a strange movie, but uh, it was filmed out there, a little cold. And my uh, three waffles, I have my wife, Jenny, from Belgium, and two girls, they're actually down here, uh, Sarah and Emma, who are 8 oh, and 11, right, they're nice. here in Hawaii, actually on the beach now, we're inside. Isn't it nice being a trader, being able to be in it's, Hawaii during the week? It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. Here we are in Hawaii talking about trading. It doesn't get any better than that, talking about trading in Hawaii. There you go. And we actually have an audience today. We so we have a live audience. audience. Yes. Woo! <laughs> well, hoping they don't throw any banana peels at us. But. <laughs> this is going to be good. So, yeah. So that's me, and uh, yeah, I live up in Canada now. We've been there about eight years, but I mainly trade the M3 okay. and the Rock, and I'm adding to a little, little quiver of trades. And my background's oil and gas, and do the old MBA finance. So let's go. Oh, this is for Raymond, who's not in the room. Oh, he doesn't look Raymond? like this. It's just because if you don't know Raymond, it's just he's he's a funny guy. We love Raymond. So we do love Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. See, that's what everybody. <laughs> So that was for you, Raymond, even though you're not here. Um, just, yeah, I kind of broke this up into three sections. Okay. Um, one is kind of teaching. The first, like, I love, like, well, spreading the word, spreading the gospel. 
about uh, trading options. I, yeah, you go around and teach at schools and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, every semester I'll teach. I, one of the derivatives classes as a guest speaker, I come in and try to tell them what they're learning is irrelevant. But uh, <laughs> I love doing that. That's fun. So I have a couple of slides. If you, and I, I, I think it's great that if you could try to do that in your local university, guys, or at least do a meetup. So I do a local meetup in Calgary once a month. So there's some slides you can use, kind of spark that interest. I think it's, it's great. Uh, game show. We have a little game show section. All right, we like game shows. And then some little takeaways. Maybe I could, I don't know, give you a, a nugget or two if I can for the new traders, especially. Um, this is kind of for the, if you're spreading the word about trading, these are some slides. It starts off like this. What's Wall Street? It's kind of the image we have, right? And I like to show, hey guys, you know, these guys are in this, the eye of the storm. And these guys might be on the periphery. This is kind of Main Street. You see all the you know, the money managers, these, these are the, you know, the books in the bookstore, CNBC. Right, right. Just, the stuff everybody follows, it loses money. Exactly. Nice. So I'm like, no one knows anything, so don't, just keep the money in your pocket, don't listen to them. Right. So that's, that's kind of my message to these guys. And, and, but then how do you make money in this game? The world's biggest game, and do you need yeah. a number of screens? That's kind of cool. That is. If you can buy more screens, you probably make more money. Yeah, that's I think, I think I it's important. That's kind of like if I find another trade, I can make more money too. Exactly. Just keep changing. Over. I mean, I love having a house like that. That guy must be rich. That's, that's what I'm Twenty-four screens. Only have two. Uh, yeah, I feel like Homer. I, 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 yeah, definitely craziness. I started. I've only been doing this four years, but that's exactly what I felt like when I first started. Yeah, you used to do some crazy stuff trading, right? You got like a 25 trades on a day or something? Yeah, in 2013, <laughs> I started in August, excuse me, September 2012. 2013, I did 4,000 trades, and I, was, I had at least 100 different underlines on the toss screen. Wow. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Like when I, that's, when I learned to trade, I did that for like two months, but then I said, no, this is not good. <laughs> you were smart than me. You pulled. I, didn't read, I, I, I kept going for a year. So now I have one. Yeah, the rut, sometimes SPX, but yeah, it's, uh, there's different ways to play this game. I advise you not to go that first way. But yeah. I like this slide, and no matter how experienced a trader we are, mm -hmm. this is helpful. Just look at the words in blue. Yeah. Stay positive. Stay positive. Yeah, definitely have to do that. Yeah, and make plans, follow the process, and those first three bullet points are from you. That's probably why like I do like those bullet points. Yeah, I think that nice. they're probably a genius for those. I, I I can't see anything wrong with them at all, other than the spelling. I don't usually spell oh, did I, oh, did I spell it wrong? No, no. Oh, okay. I right. probably did. You yeah, probably I fixed did, it. Yeah, I did the little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, in the Canadian way with OU for color. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Here we go. Passion. This is from S and D. Passion. They have a lot of verbiage. I like the word passion. That's a good word. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of folks. I guess they want to trade, but to really be successful, you've got to like doing it. It's not oh, Sherry. Yeah, not. Sherry, yeah, Sherry's not trading. We're, we're She's just going to do it for the money. That was a problem. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not working out. You need more screens. need some passion. <laughs> Four. Sherry's eating lunch. She only has two screens. I mean, it is kind of a... Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I have three, so I, I you know... Maybe if we upgrade our screens, maybe we can do something a little exactly. good. But I like this. Anybody out there? Yes, that's, this is very good advice. Try actually. to keep it simple. And that, I'm not just saying that because I wrote it. <laughs> I, I give you credit. Now the next one it says bond dominate. I like this uh, in the flexibility of trading options. But we'll, yeah. we'll skip over this. Just talking about how trading options versus normal stocks, just cost basis reduction, leverage. 
Mm -hmm. It's more of a tasty trade bit, but I like to throw that in there. We'll skip over this. And I, oh, this, I like this one because most people think about buying stock. I don't know. Can you see my cursor when I move it? I believe they can. Okay. <laughs> see, this is good. Yeah. I'm not a rookie here. But uh, buying stock and then you can use options become more bullish or with the lower probability of success. And then you do the higher probability. Just show you different ways to play this game. Again. Okay. So what you're saying if you're very bullish, you can buy a stock. Um, or, I, or you buy it out of the money call if you're very bullish. Yes. Yeah, and if you're kind of not so sure, you can sell on another one you put. Yeah, exactly. If you want to, instead of owning the stock. You know, if you're an indecisive person, it's, you just it's, sell on another one you put. That's what you do. I mean, that's, you do Sherry does. It's still trade. Or you don't trade. Yeah, that works, too. It, it's it's <laughs> Usually, it's a higher profit potential for a lot of people. That's, it does work out in the end. Yeah. Your equity curve. Yeah, it doesn't fall. And then the, the opposite, speaking of uh, the other side of the equation, yeah, same way on the other oh, side. Right. So I like to show shorting stock, and then you can play it using options. So that's, those are my slides. I think I'm done on the educational, if you want to. That was very educational. Thank you. See, I feel better, too. Yeah. Now it's game time, guys. We had to make this entertaining. So are you a rookie or veteran trader, John? I Gosh. I don't like to be a veteran anything. It's, it sounds old. <laughs> I'm getting gray hair, too. All right. Well, I guess I'd have to be considered a veteran. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. So here we go. We got some questions. All right, all right, all right. First one. This is kind of like, uh, yeah, not Jay Leno, David. What's his name? Letterman, coming in with number ten. When you hear the word VIX, does it sound familiar, or does it sound like some WrestleMania hand grip move? I know, Vicks, wow, VIX. I used to watch a lot of this. Wrestling, I used to watch it too. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I had a friend who actually was a professional wrestler. It's like Lance Armstrong. I found it was yeah. fake, and I was really disappointed. Yeah. That's a, that's a that's a that was you know when you're a kid and you're watching yeah. wrestling and you're and you're thinking everybody's winning and then you find out it's like not you know Santa Claus. <laughs> it's <fine. laughs> it's true. So here's the word Does that bring back those bad memories? Yeah. So, yeah. So next one, do you find yourself in bed thinking about your T plus zero line at two a.m. on a weekday? Not a weekend, of course. A little personal here. Answer <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are a veteran. Is yes. your T plus zero line up or down? <laughs> I'd be flat. It's always flat. <laughs> That's I like my T plus zero line up. I don't know. <laughs> uh, is a, it's a trader's bar. I like this. We should open a bar. A trader's bar? Is it really? Huh. huh. In Chicago, I bet. Yeah, in yeah. Chicago they might do that. I can see that. Yeah, those people are kind of strange. They are. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Moving on to the ne next question. If you could be guaranteed 10% annually, wow. but no more, no less, into infinitum, would you take that? I think I would. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I think, uh, I guess you could take it and start your own head. Well, I could take it if I could do something else. I mean, you know, I, yeah. I could do a guaranteed 10% That's not a good answer somebody. I was looking for. I'm looking more for the, your... Yeah, I mean, if that's all I could do, I mean, it's, that would be pretty sad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Every year. I mean, it does sound quite nice. And I mean, I'd still be... You know, I'd still be working on cars if I call me 10% a year. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. so that's a lot of folks say, oh, that's great, 10%. I'd take in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, are you outsourcing your back testing? So That I, is insane. Yeah, and I know some traders who are successful, but they, they like to outsource their ideas, and they say they freeze up their time. Uh, I that's assume true. they're taking it in. It doesn't free up their money usually. It doesn't free up their time. Your line is savvy. 
Yeah, so, <laughs> so definitely. We'll go to number six. Have you found yourself discussing trading derivatives at a CFA event and felt like that bumblebee in the 1990s video by Blind Lim and No Rain? This is okay. You know, a little I, personal there on my, my I, side. I, I have absolutely no idea with this question. I don't, I don't think I don't know what CFA is. is. I don't. I, I know what a bumblebee is. Okay. That's about all I well, know. You feel out of place. <laughs> this is an old video. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bumblebee right. finally. Sorry, I had a little moment there when I wrote this question. Uh, this happened last year, and these guys actually were trading derivatives in Calgary. Really. They, 2,000 people at this event. And, oh, cool. I, I felt like I was, didn't understand what I was talking about. I mean, most people don't. Yeah, it's, it's, just so, it's so different than regular trading. Right. Yeah, and you talk to a guy who does stocks, and they, they don't really have any clue no, what they're doing. No, no. Yeah. This is a CFA event, you know, it's a chartered financial analyst. You think, and they study, basically, you know, have a basis of it. Hmm. So keep going, moving on. When watching uh, JL's Monday webinars, do your eyes glaze <laughs> over when he starts talking about the trades? Is it happening now? That's what happens to Sherry. She tells me every week. She <laughs> That's says, what happens to my wife, and I guess about my day was. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't really want to know. Stand <laughs> finance, put her to sleep. So, uh, do you have a plan? More important, more importantly, do you follow your plan? I guess that could probably be for both. That's, that's yeah. something we always. No, do. sometimes beginner plans have too much beginner plans, and they. <laughs> That's right. They're not very good. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, number three, uh, when at Starbucks and a guy studying for his level two CFA exam, not CFA stuff here, uh, and ask a group of John Locke traders what they do, do they say trade or do they put their shoulders back and say, we are professional options traders with their heads held high? That was for Stephen, who's not here in the room. Stephen, oh, wow. He's here in Maui, though. He's here in Maui. That's yeah. right. He's here. Cats. Most people, usually when I'm asked, I'm afraid to tell them what I do. What do you say just, when they ask you? I just say like I train traders or something. You say, yeah. Yeah, because it's it's like if you tell them they trade stocks, they go into this conversation about trading directional stocks, and and if you trade options, they say, oh, and they walk away. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've experienced that yourself. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's 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 a risk manager. That's actually a good idea. Risk manager. I'm a risk manager. I have to be a risk taker. <laughs> yeah. But you have to manage your risk when you're a risk taker, especially when you're a risk taker, because you have to manage your risk right to that point of death. If you cross that line, it's really bad. It's not... <laughs> actually, one of my friends is a trader calorie base job. So you, you, you go right before you get hurt. Yeah, you're, it, right before. You're going to find the find that very thin line. If you fit, land right on it, scaring away the rookies. You're perfect. You don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're right, right, though. You're right. Yeah, you got to find the edge. Okay, guys, and two more to go. Do you want to tell everybody or everyone about what you do, but you can't because you'll get that look that the dog gives you when you say, did you hear that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of goes along with number number three. Right. And number one is uh, when talking to your spouse about taking a, a vacation, do you immediately calculate the mark when the market yeah. closes? Yeah, we probably do. never done that. you never done that? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Right. Oh, All right. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. So new traders. Right. The, yeah. Some to, advice for new traders. Just some advice. And listen, to, because John has some very good advice. Oh, this is profound. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. You're a new trader. I'm. I'm walking up to you, and you see an info commercial at 2 a.m. How does this sound? You can check your trade once a day. You don't have to worry about the news. Low draw, drawdowns. Max risk is defined, and you can make, I guess, roughly 30% a year. And that's conservative. If you know what you're doing. And the trade can be quite boring. Well, it sounds pretty cool. Yes. So that's not, that's not too bad. So, yeah, but there's no free lunch, like I said in that last slide. So, yeah, 
if you're watching this webinar, you're kind of in the right place. You must have been talking to David Thomas. Back testing, back testing, back yeah, testing. Yeah, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. This is definitely Dave Thomas <laughs> all over it. David. Yeah. Oh, am I? Okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but those three words are important. Yep. It's, uh, but, yeah, of course, there's a lot of work. I know. Um, it is a lot of work. And, you know, you can hire it out, like you said, and that would probably not be a smart thing to do. But that, you know, it's funny. I remember in 2012, the fall of 2012, I, I heard about you at the Invest Tools conference. You heard about me at Investors? I did. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Close at Investors, the guy next to me. I worked for them once. Did you? Yeah, short time. Just okay. promoting with them. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Yeah, that's how I heard about you. I, was, I looked you up and I was like, why doesn't he do an auto trade? Because when I first started trading, I was auto trading. Oh, yeah. 10% of my account. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. <laughs> Great advice. Huh? Great advice. But I was like, why doesn't John have to do auto trading? So, yeah. Yeah. So obviously, you know now that's not the way to go. The word right here is work. You have to do it yourself. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the, uh, oh yeah, what I'm saying is back testing has helped me. What I do is I like to compare it to how, not what John's done, but how mm -hmm. he's traded in those weekly webinars. That's helped me out a lot, especially when I'm trying to morph from M3 to a rock. I've been looking at the rock trade a lot more. See how you, what was your logic behind these moves? Mm -hmm. um, that's helped me out a lot. That's and so, fantastic. And you look at the nuances, and you try to break, just break that trade. I mean, I went... What are the weak, the pros and cons? Right. Yeah, I think most people, when they're back testing, they don't back test properly. Right. First of all, they're looking for, you know, and in life we find what we're looking for, as they say. So they're looking for the perfect trade when they back test it, and they find it. Only it's not really the perfect trade because they didn't back trade it <laughs> properly. So it's true, and that's you can create that. So you need to be very careful back yeah, trading. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Yeah. You get false sense of security. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Very this false. This is a perfect segue into. It's a good picture of you. Isn't it? Oh, that's that nice. My head's on backwards. Oh, so. you're, you're, you're flexible. You're flexible. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my artistic ability is not the best, but uh, this is my evolution. <laughs> Buy and hold until you're old. Yes, that's, that's how I, wow. I thought. I was very Benjamin Graham focused. Well, you must not have done it too long because you're not yeah. that old. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I'm not that old. Right. And then I, okay, I was like, all right. So four years ago, start off, you know, doing. Benjamin Graham, Warren Buffett. Okay, then okay, I got to watch CNBC. Get all these newsletters to try to find the right idea. I went through that. Remember that? I do oh. remember that. Yeah. It's like puberty and trading. So we got a next one is option education. See, I mean these guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Give yeah. They do a good job. It's, it's like learning a language, guys. They'll help you with the present tense. Mm -hmm. This is good. So when you want to go to the subjunctive, you move over here. And uh, Tasty Trade is great. I learned a lot of the market measures. Kind of opened my eyes. Yeah, they got a lot of information there. And, yeah, and then it moved over to here because it was, you know, the physique. And uh, yes, wow, <laughs> so, that that guy's good looking. Yeah, the guy said he had to be over here. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. But why? What well, what was the catalyst to moving on this side of the equation? It goes down to the strategies, and it's I have it right here. It says all about risk to reward. Mm. So these are kind of my core at the time. So it went from occupying doors. Matter of fact, I remember my first seminar, guys. A trade where it can go up, stay the same, and go down just a little bit. I was just like, or go down a lot. Depends how you had it. Right. I was like, seriously, I felt like it was like a gospel choir, like it just the clouds. Oh yeah, it. yeah. The, like, the angels thing. singing in the background, <laughs> and the birds, and the butterflies running around. And this was, I, this was, I, this was it. Did you see that? You know, that craft ice cream on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> after, after seeing these trades, I felt like I. <laughs> I was the one doing you should it. see yeah. that. That's a really cool. That's a really cool video. 
It's good. See, you learn a lot here. This is all about expanding. Yeah, go on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Go, some kind of ice cream. My kids okay. show it to me. You know, they're doing quality things while they're alone. <laughs> of course. But look from iron condors, the strangles, the straddles. Look at that name, the spiked lizard. That's pretty cool. That is a, that is cool. That's where you buy a, you do a straddle. It's with like a you see on Harry Potter or something. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like those are kind of crap. But yeah, yeah, you got uh, and then the butterflies, obviously. But that's <laughs> I wrote in blue. I'd rather trade a spiked lizard. I mean, that sounds so much more cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a straddle with a call on the upside, so your upside risk is zero with a put ratio spread. So, and it basically gives you more bandwidth to be wrong. Okay. A normal straddle, but it's. Cool. At the end of the day, <clears throat> it's drawdowns, guys. That's why I moved over to the M three. So. No, these are great trades, straddles and strangles, and uh, but no, the butterfly, which is interesting. Yeah, great trade if you want to make three hundred trades a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> but it's interesting. A straddle is similar to butterfly, right? Without. Oh, it is. Without yeah, it's a butterfly without yeah. the risk. Uh, exactly. Without the risk coverage. Yeah. Exactly. So that that was those were my core, but now I moved over to this side just because of drawdowns. You've okay. come over from the dark side, oh, and, you've, was, and, you've, and you've come to the light. Oh, Luke is here. I mean, it's uh, and there's even more. <laughs> All right. I'm still in the uh, new traders section. It's kind of easier. Oh, uh, something from David Thomas, uh, one of our mentors yes, there. Very nice. Some fine words of wisdom for the lock community. And this is what Dave said. It's uh, the more conservative, conservative I've become, the more profitable I've become. Very nice. I think it's, uh, yeah, it hits home. It hits home. You don't have to go for the home run. Keep hitting that single and just keep doing it consistently with your rules. Mm -hmm. You'll be surprised. It's, it's less sexy, but that's okay. I think it, I like that. Profitable profitability to me. Yeah, sex is good for a while, but after a while, you know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you know, it just becomes a regular again. <laughs> <laughs> spice it up. Dave, you spice it up. Thank you. <laughs> and the next one is, uh, this is from you and Ryan. Basically, oh. I can't remember who coined it, but basically, find a trade that fits your personality. That might right. be Ryan. Yeah, Ryan's very, got a lot of insight. He's got some, some good quotes. So, yep. Ryan, if you're listening, thank you for that, and focus on the process. I also like the fact that Ryan takes a black tape and covers up his P&L. So yeah, it helps take the emotion out of high gamma trade. trading, yeah, yeah. especially on those. Yeah. yeah, so my gamma pants aren't that big. But uh, now, this is probably one of the best webinars. Anybody's watching this, check out February 29th, 2016. If you ever want to see John have a little moment where he actually... Oh, no. That was that time. That was, <laughs> that was that one moment. <laughs> she, Sherry came out, ran out to me and said, what are you doing? It was great. <laughs> I had to put that in there. <laughs> But you hit it on the head. It was beautiful. Do not modify the trading plan during the trade. That's bad trading. Just follow the plan. It was, yeah, right. It was it's like wake up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, was, it was poetic. I'm glad you said I put that. a bearish butterfly on that. What do I do? It's right. like it's, 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 you already decided, didn't you? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's – and if you're new to a new trade, just keep it really small. So, right. Yeah. That was yeah. – I, I like that day. So watch that segment. Cool. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, Cynthia, she's not she's not here, but yeah, she has a I'm a loser. Basically, says to be successful, you have to be a loser, guys. You're gonna have losing trades. Yeah. So, yeah. And trading is boring. A buddy in, in Calgary, that's he prompted me to write that article. It's true. Once you get in a nice, if you're trading for excitement, you're probably not gonna do very. That's well. right. There's other ways to have excitement besides trading. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> don't let the uh, trading be that key. Now, tips. This is my last one. Oh, uh, execution. I found this interesting um, for new traders, and I had the same problem. I remember emailing you. I didn't know you're actually when you make a, a rolling trade that you're supposed to keep the existing trades, like keep that in your uh, 
analyze tab. You know how you. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, right. I on thinkorswim. Yeah, I thought okay. I saw my PNL just tank, and it freaked me out because I didn't know how to execute these trades at the time. I remember that like, in late 2012. Oh right, I, it right. Wasn't in the, it wasn't in the. It's like what do I do? I don't know. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I had no idea. So you really actually haven't been trading that long. No, I started September 2012. That's my first that's options trade. Fantastic. So, no, thanks. I was so I freaked out. So I just wanted to share. If you're a new trader. Work on your execution, so keep things small. Yeah, you should do all this stuff in paper, right. exactly the same way you would do it live. Yeah. And then you'll notice that you know when you make the execution, the profit and loss drops on the analyzed graph, even though it didn't really drop. Yeah. And then you can say, well, geez, instead of trying to freaking out and then doing something stupid. Exactly. Yeah, I, I was in the other <laughs> right. camp. But use the analyze tab, create some workspaces and stuff like that. Uh, let's see here. Oh yeah, practice trade execution during your back testing sessions. That's that's what John talks about. Yes, yeah, that's very uh, how you're going to do stuff. Yeah, but we did an option view. It's quite nice. It's quick and easy. But in re reality, uh, when it's right, well, you can take off a butterfly and put one on at the same time. Right. Right. You can't do that. You, you go take Live. a butterfly and you're <coughs> delta that shoots right. out of the root. So figure out a way to do it without doing that. Right. That's and yes, market makers take orders other than calls. So you know, people <laughs> ask me, they won't take a broken wing butterfly order. Uh, okay. How many legs can you do? I, I know. Well, you can certainly do condors. Yeah, you can yeah. certainly do four options at a time. So that's, that's another. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is another tip. Uh, when volatility is high, let's just say you're normally I how to use an odd number, like twenty lot with two calls. I like to go twenty lot with one call instead of beefing up my butterflies. That's what I do personally. Cause it's more conservative. I don't know what you think. That is that. that's perfectly fine. Yeah, okay. it's 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 more it's more conservative. The thing is, you may end up taking. The, th the reality is when you have to go 20 butterflies to one call, you usually make more money anyway. Right, right, right. So you yeah, probably right. be close. But you can, okay. you, if you have an easy trade and you go with the 20 lots, then you might get up really early in the trade. Right. You'll be able to just scrap it, it and yeah. take your money and run. That's right. So Okay. <clears throat> I know you put on more lots with a higher ball. The other thing you can do is you can do wider butterflies. You can do wider butterflies. That's right. what kind of what Ryan That gives talking. you a wider break even. Yeah. And that allows you to do less adjustments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do that on the M3, NDX, okay. uh, a lot. Cause would, but even with the uh, rut, you would, you would stay with a 50 point wide. Uh, well, you can you can widen them. I've done it before. I just I stay I stay with the 50 because. Okay. I like yeah. to stay with the 50. But, yeah, yeah. but reality is, you know, you're going to be more volatility sensitive going wider. But right. then again, you're also more volatility sensitive with more contracts. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's kind of a wash. It's, right. There's a pro and con. And then yeah. low fall, I like to expand this a little bit longer, maybe a week further yeah. out, and I like to take it off a little earlier. That's kind of the gist of Yeah, longer term M3s, and also run all the positive delta low volatility. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it really helps. Yeah. yeah. And now for experienced traders. I'm not sure if I can help you out, but I'll give my best. So we've got a lot of great traders in the room. This, this trade has a lot of stuff. I can summarize it really quickly. The top part is when rut, this is the Russell. Is above the 200-day moving average, and the other ones when it's below. So you trade it differently. Yeah, I tried it. This is this is a 2016, <coughs> mm -hmm. and back tested 10 years of the rock, and basically I'm, I this is kind of my norm is M3s, just two okay. of them on. Yep. So let's say you know two M3s on when it you know interrupt 56 days, the typical M3, nothing, and it, it can be 58 days, it can be 52. You, everybody mm -hmm. understands. Right. The whole purpose of this trade, of this chart, of this sorry, this slide, is to show you that I'm moving into a rock mode. So, oh, yeah. So I had M3, M3, the same. But I'm trying to take my other M3 as just the 30 days and morph it into a rock. If it's a 20 lot, I'll go to a 10 lot rock. 
if I'm doing a 100-lot M3, I won't go to a 50-lot rock. I might do a 20 to max. Well, people ask me about this, right? And you always have to trade your risk. Yeah. Right? So if you're doing a M3 and you want to convert it to a bearish butterfly, right. you need to cut your size in a third. Because, because it's, it's a, yeah, because you're taking on three times the risk. You don't want to be trading M3s and then you know, losing 30%. <laughs> right. No, that's right. That's right. <clears throat> you don't want to be doing that. So. That's, yeah. and, and I call these my core trades. The other one I call yeah. sprinkle trades. You know, the opportunistic. You have the bull and the bear. Yeah. So I, I, but that's kind of the idea is have a core, stick with it, really own it. And uh, my M3, I feel so confident, but I'm trying to improve it with the rock. So... We're going to talk a little about yeah, that. Yeah, because it has certain deficiencies like anything else. It does. No matter how, what your trade, it has deficiencies. So <clears throat> one of the challenges with the M3 is in grinding up markets. Right. Right. So um, you can overcome that by doing a rock, you know, either gradually converting it or completely. Right. So yeah. that's, and that's yeah. what I'm working on is here, here sizing. Yeah. And uh, so why, how, how did this come about in 2016? Because we were in New Hampshire. I uh, was doing only M3. So there was, well, it's got a cool name. And uh, but more importantly, it's performance. Everybody who's listening to this webinar and who's here in the room, you know about the rock. It's, it's an awesome trade. And it's done fantastic over the last oh, five years. It's not it's another insane. part, guys. Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's a little challenging right now. It is a little challenging right now. Because uh, with close, uh, all closed expiration trades have pretty been kind of yeah. challenging lately. But, yeah. but uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be back soon as market levels. Yeah, up. it will. And, it's, and then that's why I say you might want to add it into your quiver. But it's, yeah. uh, it it's, has a lot more nuances. Um, but yeah, this basically it's a 30-day trade, and, and you don't have to overlap. And it's a very high theta. Mm -hmm. But I found it interesting. Like I call it the pucker up factor. The last bullet point. Yeah, it's a little bit more. It's less than the <laughs> it's less than the bearish butterfly, but more than the M3. Right, right. But uh, if you can if you can handle that, you get a nice little cerveza at the end. It does reward you. Uh, well, yeah, you get paid for trading gamma. I mean, you, this, you, you get, get paid for trading gamma. gamma. I, mean, you, I, I can say you open a trade that never loses, but you never would have won anything. <laughs> That's right. I mean, yeah. you might if you get hit a lottery ticket. Like, if, right. if your thing is, you know. <laughs> it's funny because I, I have a hard time trading a ten. If I do a hundred lot in three, just putting on a ten lot uh, bearish butterfly for me. Yeah. Even though the, the risk is less, I have yeah. a hard time with that. Just because my personality. I know it's. I know Ryan is the opposite. Uh, I feel like I'm the bus. I'm in the bus, but I'm not driving the bus. I'm in the back of the bus. Right, because it's a rule-based trade, completely rule-based. Rule where M3 gives you some flexibility. Exactly. <laughs> so I feel like I'm driving it. Um, right. And it, I, I actually lean more negative delta on the M3 when I'm in, in this rock mode. Try right. Yep. So I can say, hey, market, go up, please. So I can go into a rock. So okay, I, cool. that's how I kind of tweak it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, go to the next one. I'm not trying to curve fit here, the, the performance of the rock. There's a lot of stuff here. I think it's the, the top one. If you look at 2013, look how many days it was in the above the 200-day moving average versus mm -hmm. below. Right. 12, sorry, how many months? 12 months versus zero. Yeah. 10 months versus two in the next year. You, you follow the – in the last eight months, we've been below. So uh, the performance hasn't done as stellar. You know what? I'm, I'm trying – Stay away from any filters that are, are trying to keep it very broad, like a big old ship that's hard to turn. Um, it, it's probably a good idea. I don't, no, my answer is no. I'm, I even feel bad about using a 200-day moving average. I try to stay away from all of this charting stuff, keep it very simple. But I, right. I just found it interesting that this trade performs so well. And it's also ATR, right? When you're above the 200-day moving average, ATR yeah. is low. ATR is low. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what so this trade is. Typically, yeah, right. Because, well, any high gamma trade. Right. right. So, 
So yeah, yeah. So, I mean, how many months? And I, I just took, uh, I went from 07 to 2016, how many months yeah. to April? It was above and below, just to show you. I didn't, back I didn't show the back testing results, but these are from John Locke's website. Okay. It's just kind of a way to say, hey, guys, when we're above the 200-day moving averages, it looks historically that the It does right. very well, yeah. Yeah, so, and that's what sparked my interest. So, a little more cowbell. Cowbell, all right. All right. We love cowbell. Yeah, a little Will Ferrell. <laughs> that looked like your stomach today, didn't it? Yeah, right there. <laughs> so, okay, so. John Locke was uh, We'll leave it at that. It was good. It was good. So, yeah, there's some little, uh, little tricks here. Uh, we have an example from the M3. Um, yeah. yeah, we're all using weeklies, it seems like. Do you say a lot of folks are using weeklies for smart things? Some that... don't, some don't. You know, there's pluses and minuses. So right. They have more work, you know. So, more work, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people are using weeklies, so. Yeah. You can reduce capital that way, among other ways. Right, but, yeah. right. So I, yeah, I'm not, I don't have an example of that. I'm going to show you. I call this, this is, I mean, obviously these ideas come from the program, but the Texas Two-Step, how to give it a better name. And uh, it's for helping you on the downside, just buying time instead of rolling the tent back. And ah, yes, in the rocky sea, which I do recommend most of the time, by the way, to roll back. You know, so no, not the roll back, but but not necessarily the roll back. But the thing is, when we have an M3 program, uh, when we're trying to put a program together for everybody, we roll back because it's the most controllable position to say. Because if you just put a put on, if you just put puts on, for example, then you have to start really monitoring your Vega. You have to start monitoring your theta because your T plus zero line will collapse when volatility stops. Yep. And yep. the market just has to stop and it's like, bam! Yep. Right? So, so in order to avoid that and make it a more simplistic program, we roll it back. But realistically, as long as you're inside the tent, you can just yeah, do something like what you're doing. Yeah, so, yeah. this is what you talk about too. Just, uh, when I back to, I mean, I, I do it black and white, this method. This is hypothetical. I, just, I was trying to think of an example. And this is June 8th, so a couple weeks ago. And basically, this it's trading at 11.89. I didn't get the black dot. It should be right here. It's getting close. Um, we're, we're fine. Everything's great. Delta is positive five. Okay. So obviously the price is going to fall. We're at, it was 11.89. It fell to 11.81. Here's the dot. It's we're at positive 53 delta. Um, See 11.70. We're still above the shorts. You can tell. We, you can see we did a vertical. Right. But we had a positive 53, so we're above. And some folks might get a little. Okay, we got a little gamma problem here. I mean, just, right. Just, yeah. slope. They might yeah. feel uncomfortable. So what I like to do. So when we reach the delta limits, or you reach that uncomfortable factor, is basically I roll half of my upper puts down, and one strike, and then I roll the other half, the shorts, I rolled that down two strikes, called the Texas <laughs> two-step, like roll one, two. A little, the a little broken wind condor. Right, broken wind good. condor. And then yeah. if I have to do I'll do a ten line instead of a five, right? Yeah, whatever it takes to whatever level it out. Takes. Yeah. And I can get it halfway, so we're going from 53 to 18, usually like, you know, 26 or 25. Just try to keep it, just cut it in half. I'm buying time. It's something I use all the time. Problem is, we'll, we'll see in the trade, but... Um, I don't know if that's something you like to do, but I like to be very systematic. Yeah, no, I do like to do that. It's it, rather than rolling the position back. That's one thing. Right, good. right. Yeah, yeah, very good. And uh, so then, yeah, that's what it looks like after. It's a little bit better. Because why, you know, why are you rolling down the upper side? That would be a good question that somebody would have. Right. You know, why don't you just do the vertical and correct your delta? 
Well, then you're, you're, you're risking your upper, yeah, if you right. shorts roll the shorts. Right, you're, you're risking your reversal. Reversal, exactly. Right, so you, so you, bring, the, you yeah. bring in the upper long. In some high volatility, you can just do the shorts, but uh, yeah. yeah. Or if you get way, way behind the tent. <laughs> if you get way <laughs> and behind. You're, and you're yeah. still not concerned about the upside because it's going to take like 90 points to get there. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And you, yeah, condorizing <laughs> is not an issue. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's something I like to do. And then the next day, it falls again. So now we're 11.64. You're below your shorts. So you go, okay. I'll do the same thing. I'll roll, you know, the other top one strike, the five lot down one, and then the other. <laughs> so I said, let's try it again, and then you try to see what it looks like, and then it gets to the point you become too condorized, or it just—it's not. Your risk is now to the upside, like you're just. Yeah. Right. So right. I just—that was—that was kind of a little trade tip I, I liked. I like to do quite a bit. Well, ninety percent of the time you can do that because the market just kind of stalls at that point, exactly. or, or maybe and then you get back. And in then the you game. get back in the game again, right? You just reverse right. it out. So that was that was. I tried to throw an example, and that was in three. And then rock. I don't. This is the last slide, I think. And I just like to say with a rock, I like to double up. If I'm going to do a ten lot rock in thirty days, I like to start off if I'm in in three mode with a twenty lot. So. Yes. That's, that's how I. Like yeah, because you're doubling your max loss number. Yeah. And that and that makes sense. So. You know, that would be different from the, so when you're doing a rock trade in general, it may not be a bad idea to say, you know what, if I'm, you can go on your risk. You say, well, if I'm willing to risk $20,000, I can go in double size with my M3, switch it back over, switch back go into over. the rock trade. Right. Yeah, it's right. a smaller size. Yep. Sometimes yep. you'll get that, that the profits that the rock would have had. You see, I'm that double size M3. But, so I like to do that, and then yeah. the downside, what did I, oh, I, this is what you spoke about on one of your coaching sessions on a Wednesday, which is nice. Is basically leg into the adjustment. Don't just pull off the band-aid. You remember that when you oh, yeah. leg into a cap or an M3R? <laughs> right, right. That was kind of neat because the fade is, is you, very high. Right. You don't necessarily in the rock trade in general. We we convert stuff very very quickly because it would take me hours to explain a gradual conversion probably. Well right. So we just say, okay, well you're going to go from this to that. But the reality is that's a very drastic shift, and you most of the time you're going to want to do it a little bit more gradual. Then you can pick where you want to be. So you can, you can go from, um, you know, you can you can pick where you want your upper butterflies to be and just start buying them. Keep your T plus zero line flat, and then as you come into the upper butterfly, you roll everything up and drop the call. Drop the call, right, <coughs> right, or whatever you need to do. Well, yeah, but if you're already in the rockets and you're already in the rockets, oh, oh, okay. yeah, you're already and you're winning. You're oh, the, oh, you're, oh, you're, you're forty oh, points back on your. Oh, position. you're talking about going from a rock position into a M three M three position, yeah. Right, right. So like that's the other thing like too. It. I like to go, yeah, because like I said, half the time the market stalls. Yeah. If the market stalls, you get money back right away. Because the fade is so fine. much higher when you, oh, start, yeah. when you start filling it off. I mean, you're going to get hurt if you the market comes down hard at that point. Yeah. But that's just the way it goes. Yeah. You know, you can you can make corrections for that. You can buy puts. Right. You can buy puts. <coughs> and protect and against and that. Sheridan says that. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. That's, that's not bad so, advice. So the, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The last slide is the best one. Sorry, everybody watching. Yeah. It's our, it's our first day of the conference, and we're still inside. We should go to the beach now. Yeah, I think it is beach time. So I hope. <laughs> Any more questions? Sure, we do. Yeah, well, good. Yeah, we didn't talk about it too much, but if, um, um, why you were chosen a successful option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> why? Why is that? Now, I'm starting to wonder myself. Yeah, now. Exactly. I mean, after that presentation. Yeah, 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 no, that was pretty. <laughs> No, 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 but you know, John's been, uh, he's, I, I mean, look, at it. it's been 2012 to 2016, four years, been through, uh, obviously worked like hell to get to where he is. 
doing 300 trades a month, and he finally came to the light and decided to do one or two trades a month, right? Yeah, and, uh, and, and he's been doing really well. I mean, just the um, congratulations. Uh, oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> he, he has a lot of education. He educates other people, and he helps out uh, with you know, stuff that we need. Thank you. Yeah, and the blog, my God, the blog. <laughs> I love it. It's fun. It is, yeah. Guys, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's awesome to read. No, thank you. We're having fun. The videos, we're having a good time. So yeah, so we just gotta we'll turn we'll turn we'll turn this a little bit oh, to yeah. the outside. I don't know, can you see it? Can they see out there? That's they can't see out there. Oh. Well, you'll have to we'll look on Facebook then. That's all we can tell you. We, we are really here, though. So yeah. <laughs> we're going to go back while you're anywhere. Right. It's all fake. It's all. <laughs> we're really, really in, in, in Canada. <laughs> we're going back on. Look at those mountains. Yeah, it's, it's a different. No, it's all right. great. I've got a great community. So Wait, when did you start the community? How long ago was it? This is... That's Sherry's question because Sherry knows everything and I know nothing. So I, yeah, I, I mean, it's just. No, no, she doesn't tell me that, but, but I just. Don't pay attention. <laughs> no, it's a great. Yeah, yeah, we believe it's October. Recently, though, recently. All, all that, all that goes to Sherry. She put that together. She came in and just did an amazing, amazing job. So, um, that's I tell yeah, you, I didn't yeah. say in my presentation, but it was last uh, New Hampshire, the last year. Last was last May. Yeah, that's yeah. when I remember a little evolution. That's right. I moved up. You were doing tasty trade back then. I was then, still right? tasty trading. I was. Right. I moved up. And you looked so tired. I <laughs> I was, I was hurt. I was late. He didn't say anything. He's like lethargic. I'm like, who was that guy? <laughs> Look at me now. Look at him now. Like, I mean, you know. Old Chubsy Puff here. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting next to Dave Thomas. Here I am. I'm sitting next to Dave and Cindy. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, we've got to see the light, though. So. These people are smart. I'm like, yeah, right. You know? If you didn't know me, why'd you come? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. So that was, that was the turning point. Yeah, I cool. I believe you can trade more than a 10 lot. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, super. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, it was fun. It was fun That's to be fantastic. here, guys. All right, great. Well, thank you. It was great talking with you, John. And uh, I guess there's no questions? Well, thank you. Yay. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, we, we're signing off from Maui. It's time to go to the beach. <laughs>